It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz, non-existent, the show, critically crapped on the show that is still here. For For now. Now Now you were guzzling down the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning. But I have the perfect cure for you. What is it? It's not more What is it? Say it with me, boys. (laughs) More clips. More clips. More clips. Why would you guys let me chant alone? Come on, Chris. More clips. More More clips. clips. More clips. It's so early in the morning for this, Babs. Oh, yes. Clip of Palooza. We got you covered this hour. We got to recap all the happenings on Mad Dog Sports Radio. You let me, the lovable loser for Morning Men, the guy you know. And no. Guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. Don't forget, download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere. That's right. And that's the voice of Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed for now. And we'll get to our play date this week. Oh, We had a lot of fun. And then there's Christopher Tyler, who's now the producer of Morning After. Yeah, Andrew (laughs) Goldberg. I mean, he's our sound designer. And a special thanks to our sound designer, Andrew Goldberg. And even more special thanks to our program director, Stephen Torrey. But we have Chris Tyler, who's producing more than after. Two things happen in Chris Tyler's life. One big, one not so much. The big move is morning after. He's obviously going to be handling morning after from uh, now till forever, at least for now. (laughs) And then the other news, not as big. Chris Tyler is now a bona fide, green card carrying American citizen. It's America guy. This guy's yep. a citizen. I don't know. Do you want to be an American guy? Australian guys, they just seem so cool. And they're all good looking dudes. So maybe you want to hold on to that. But now you're an American guy. I am. You're a red, white, blue guy. I will be getting dual citizenship. So it's not technically, I'm not a citizen yet. I've got a green card. Oh. But that doesn't make me a citizen just yet. Close it's enough. That, but it's very, very close. But it's why I missed last week's show. So I apologize for that. Uh, unfortunately, when I was doing my interview they made me promise that i wouldn't practice polygamy while i was here so that's a bit of a bummer <laughs> not a great start oh, to my american yeah. career but what can that's you do a shame really they frown upon that huh Jeez, well, they were asking plenty of questions you know am, am i going to you know try to overthrow the government am i going to you know murder <laughs> wow. people while i'm here am i going to do this and then out of nowhere one of the questions was do you plan to practice in polygamy and i paused because all of a sudden you're going from these really serious serious things wow. i'm like no and he's like do you know what that means i'm like yeah it's like two 
yeah, you just paused for a long time. I'm like, because you were asking me if I was going to overthrow the government and you followed it up with, do you plan to like kind of bang someone on the side or what? I mean, what, what kind of questions? I mean, who cares if you let me? I understand you can't be married, but let's say you want to have multiple partners. We always talk about that idea of like, if I had a second life, a second family, my luck, it would be exactly like this. Oh, exactly. It would be the exactly. same deal. I'd have two wives that are both Bethany. Annoying. They look, right. They look exactly alike. They're just yelling at me all the time. I'd Peering from kids. the window. I would have three kids with both of them. They'd both be looking at the window. I'd both be hiding downstairs <laughs> while they're all fighting. Nothing would change. I just, it would be double. But uh, yeah, Steve Torrey told me that the big test was going to be for you. They're going to ask you the first president. And Torrey could not get that. Steve Torrey was not able to answer that question. <laughs> and they tried um, to deport him. They sent Torrey to Tokyo to broadcast it- the Olympics. <laughs> Is what they did. <laughs> All right, so Chris Tyler knows it was George Washington, and I'll tell you what a week it was. We're talking about the Olympics and Tory ah. in Tokyo. That's the big segment. That's Tokyo so Tory. Yeah, it's sweeping the nation, actually, on Morning Man. It's T-I-T-S. That's right, T-I-T-S, and I can't get enough of the T-I-T-S. That's Tory in Tokyo oh, Sports. Boy. It's been running wild here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. In fact, Mad Dog, before he took a little vacation this week on Mad Dog Unleashed, talked about the Olympics, and I just have a feeling since it's dog, it's got to be a positive approach. Oh, yeah. He's got to be fired up about the big Olympics, Big Olympic right? guy. He's a big Olympic guy. He's a big patriot. Of course he loves the Olympics. I think this is going to make for a really patriotic clip. So oh. here we go. Christopher Mad Dog Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed. The other thing is that's not important to me. I'm not going to go sit there, and I don't care about the tennis. I don't care about Osaka. <laughs> I don't care about Ash, Ash Barte. Barte. Ash. Uh, normally I would, but I don't. I don't care <laughs> about Djokovic. I'm not interested. I'm not huh? interested in the, men, in the men's, men's or women's tennis. I have no interest whatsoever. Hmm. None. Zero. <laughs> because it's not a big deal to me. Uh, because the Clearly. tennis, uh, you win a gold medal, who cares if you want to go a medal? Uh, you know, I know Djokovic oh, might no. care. I wouldn't watch that Olympic tennis. It was in my backyard. I swear I wouldn't watch it. I have no interest. And for the most part, I'm at that point to a certain degree with the basketball. USA softball. I'm not, I'm not that wrapped up on watching a softball, softball team. I would not watch a baseball Olympic game. With, you know, Todd Frazier and David Robertson and Edwin Jackson, if it was the la- if it was in my backyard, I would draw the blinds with Socha as the manager. I wouldn't watch that if, if you can. That should not be in the Olympics. I wouldn't watch that. The cows come home. Wouldn't watch what? it. cows come home? Wouldn't watch it. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, so there's a backyard big enough to fit. The- now, there's no fans in Tokyo right now. So can you play an Olympic uh, softball game in the backyard with Todd Frazier? And Easily. Does he have cows at home that Easily. actually come by? He <laughs> does, he, is I he in a farm? I thought you would do it till the cows come home, but he wouldn't watch it when the cows come home. When the cows come home. <laughs> when so the cows he's sitting, come home. So he's sitting there at night, and he's got yeah. his whole family around him. Uh, Timmy, have you seen the cows? Draw have they the come home yet? Have they come home yet? We're waiting for them for dinner <laughs> to have the cows come home. I didn't realize that he was. Now, I always thought that dog got his milk from, like, the milk van with the glass bottle. I still think, you know, you just think a dog, it's just an old school thing. I'm sure he's getting milk delivered. But maybe not. Maybe he's actually getting it fresh. Now, he's got to wait till the cows are out in some big rager. The cows are at a bar. But now that when they finally come home, the cows are coming home. All right. Let's it's watch ama- the Olympics. Amazing you would bring up the old, you know, the old glass milk bottles because we have a thing in my house where I pour all our milk into these two glass <laughs> bottles I have. <laughs> I will only dr- I swear I only drink the milk. Wow. I have <laughs> You're old school. I have old two glass bottles that we keep in the refrigerator because I believe it's much colder from the glass bottle than it is from the plastic container. Wow, Eddie the milkman. 
as he's wearing all white and delivering milk up to Russo, up there in New Canaan. Now, how come you didn't bring any milk when you came to my house this week when you said I'm coming over to swim in your pool? Otherwise, I'll be quitting morning after, so... Come on down! <laughs> oh, what a day. What, what a, a day. day! What a day! We're pool guys! I still That's didn't make it are. into the kitchen. I still didn't make it into the kitchen, but we did have a little play date on Tuesday. When you when you hang out with Eddie Erickson, you could just always tell he's always keeping score. Oh, he's just always like, is this day going to pass? Are we going to win? Is Eddie having a good time? Is it living up to the hype? It's always a game, and you know it. And I know he had a great time, but I was always. like, I, I, can't, I don't want to screw this up. And then, of course, you know, we get you to did. baseball. <laughs> and we did, but when you arrived, we had a good time. We were oh, hanging out in the pool. We had a great six hours that I don't remember. It was amazing. Yeah, I don't remember much either. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of drinking we were doing was fantastic. Drinking those double and, IPAs? No, nah, we just drank about 115 seltzers. So <laughs> you got that. A few things that Eddie did that I thought were fascinating. So we're sitting there early on, and I was sweating profusely. Oh, yeah, that was like a sponge. Yeah, it actually, you could see the beads of sweat like coming down it my underarms. very odd. And of course, I wasn't wearing a shirt. There were three days from this past vacation where I didn't wear a shirt at all, all day. Shirt-free summer. As Eddie pointed out, it looked like I had Raleigh fingers in a headlock, as you can see, like, handlebar mustaches. You have a handlebar mustache under each <laughs> armpit. It's so disturbing. Not, yes. you know, it's disturbing enough that you have this much hair growing from one spot, but the fact that the hair is now curled up <laughs> into a handlebar style is really... It's unnerving. It's really yeah. unnerving at times oh, to sit and stare at that. It unnerved you to the point where you actually were so curious about my underarms that once the bead of sweat started dripping, you asked, does that smell? And I was like, actually, no. My underarms don't smell like the water, the sweat. The water, is yeah. smellless. Correct, yeah. it is. And you said, no way. And I said, go ahead and smell it. And then Eddie took his finger and wiped up a bead of sweat that came I from the challenge. Raleigh Finger's mustache <laughs> inside <laughs> my, my underarms. And you smelled it. And did it smell? Did not smell. It did not smell. It's just like liquid pouring oh. out of me. I think it's like Dasani water. <laughs> it's a little salty, but it doesn't smell, but it's Dasani. Well, it leaves you a little doing? more thirsty once you drink. <laughs> Let's give it Chris, some time. Aren't, con- aren't you glad you made it to America just to, to hear this great what story? What have I I'm like a newborn fetus. I mean, I just came out. I'm, everything's wet. <laughs> you shake my hand at any point. You'd be like, wet. oh, my God, I need a towel. I don't know if Why I'm going to be able to get so the image of handlebar mustache underarms out of my head. <laughs> Like Bigfoot's behind you, he's got his hands underneath you, and he's trying to pick you up. That's what it, that's in my mind. That's what it looks. You know like. what? Yeah, it was a scene from Ghost. Patrick Swayze is reaching underneath me as I'm Demi Moore. We're molding the pottery, and then we're covered in water. <laughs> A couple other things happen in this pool. We're in the pool at one point, and Eddie turned to me. He's like, you're not even looking at me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're not looking at me. I just made three shots in a row. Yeah, that was Why amazing. aren't you paying attention and watching me make these shots? And I said, amazing. are you bragging about pool basketball? <laughs> like, who does that? I would absolutely that brag about that. You, you would? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You, you had three shots in a pool on a tiny little kid's 100%. basketball. Yes. It and you go, oh, look at me. You're not even watching. <laughs> like, yo, you didn't hit, like, you didn't dunk three times in an NBA game. If you had a three-pointer real gym, you know, NBA court and all that, and you, and, and you go, hey, just three in a row, you're not even watching. You'd be like, oh, wow, three in a row is pretty good. You pull basketball. But who doesn't hit three in a row? I was working with a severe handicap. When I go to my nieces and we play fish darts <laughs> and I hit the dart three times in a row Thank with those you. little fish things I get fish excited. Darts. Yeah. Thank you. Fish darts. That's, that's got to be an Australian thing there. There was one point where uh, my boy... Billy Babs was outside, but outside the pool area. Just for a second. <laughs> Little BJ Babs was outside the pool area, so I have a fence around the pool, so we just walk around the pool area. Secure. It's secure. The whole area Very is secure. secure. And Eddie's shooting baskets, and then turns around and goes, where'd Billy go? I'm like, huh? 
Where's Billy? And Eddie was in a paddock because where's Billy? Where Billy Babs go? And I, he'll turn up. He'll surface. <laughs> that was the answer. That was Something. the answer. And then he did. He was in some car. He was in block. his car. <laughs> he was in some <laughs> car. I should rephrase that. He was in the little. He was in his little tyke's car cruising around the backyard, but we did lose him. He became obstructed by the umbrella stand. <laughs> And he was perfectly lined up behind that. I should be clear. Again, Chris is this right. This was a disaster. My son wasn't just in some random car with some, you know, some you know, guy just driving van. past and he's just like <laughs> He'll be waving. fine. They'll bring the kid back. He's a bab check. No, we, we, they'll get right. within he, five seconds. Yeah, no, they'll bring him back. Eddie's right. It was an obstructed view. <laughs> it's like you have those tickets to the old exactly. Yankee Stadium. That was my dad's favorite ticket when we go to Yankee Stadium. We go, let's try to find the obstructed view seats. They're half off. I'll that's sit what behind we had. a pole. That's, that's what we had. exactly what we had. And you notice, Daddy, I never moved out of the pool. You were close. You were ready to start up a search party. Nah. I was like, eh, we'll find him soon enough. And the last thing, Eddie was chugging from a box of twisted tea that lemonade. That did happen. That did happen. Um, and then he got a text. He's like, whoa, this is big. You go, guess who just texted me? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Who texted me? Well, it's that's an actor. That's true. <laughs> it was an actor. Not an A-list, but maybe a B-list. And my buddy Nick Turturro. Oh, that's right. Nick Turturro started texting you about that what? Was a, that's a big deal for me. My whole life, I've always wanted to be friends with like a celebrity, and I don't count Chris Russo as that. Please, he's uh, no friend no, of mine. No. But uh, oh, yeah. I think he's <laughs> <laughs> <think> celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I've always been that guy. I'm like, God, I'd love to have a, like a celebrity friend. Yeah, so I got a text about the Yankees. Of course, it had to be sports based. But I'll take it. Eddie was just so yeah. overjoyed. Oh, it made my day. Eddie does something interesting. While you're hanging out with Eddie, he will still. T- Text whatever like comes up on his phone. Oh yeah, find some article he's reading. We're in the pool. Yes, yes. We're talking, but yet he's on his phone. I don't know what he's doing. Next thing you know, I get a text from Eddie when I check my phone an hour later. Look at this article, New York Post. Why was she wearing these boots so high? We're sitting next to each other. So how many conversations are you having with me at one time? Now Steve Torrey, I wonder if he was talking to Nick Turturro because those guys love to talk about the Yankees, but maybe not this week. This week it's all about the Olympics for Steve, and this week it's been summer. Games Daily with Steve Torrey. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This guy now knows more about swimming than maybe he's ever (laughs) wanted to know in his life. Listen to him with an update on some Olympic events. Uh, The women's three-on-three basketball gold medal went to the United States today, 18-15 over Russia. So uh, that's the first time they've had this um, medal as a medal sport, um, three on three, the men, the U.S. What? men did not qualify. The what? U.S. women did qualify, and they win huh? the gold medal. Um, mm. uh, and that uh, was that, that stood uh, out earlier today. So did okay. uh, more <laughs> swimming medals. Um, oh, poor Steve. Uh, the women's oh, two hundred meter individual medley earlier today had uh, Alex Walsh take home the silver medal. Uh, Kate Douglas won the gold for the United States, and. Um, you know, mm. we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with Katie Ledecky when she uh, swims uh, later oh, tonight, and some of the other events in swimming. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, in the medals uh, category uh, with the medals, um, the first time they've medaled, and the medals go to. I don't know. Uh, I'm actually Three. not live in Tokyo. I'm actually at my house, and I just lost service, so my internet the internet went out. Went out. <laughs> the internet went out. Uh, can you guys call me and let me know what's going on at the Olympics? Triple A Mad Dog 688-623-3646. I, I would love somebody like calls me and goes, hey, who on track and field? The 400 in track and field. I'm not really sure. I don't have that information. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? Huh? Three uh-huh. on three. I wonder if that'll ever take over here in the States. Who would be your three? If I was picking three, uh, I would take uh, Chris Chambliss from the Yankees. I love that team. <laughs> He was fantastic. No, no, no. Hold on, Steve. We're doing basketball. Basketball? Not 70s Yankees. Well, in that case, I, I pass. 
<laughs> uh, Tori from Tokyo. This all brings me back to high school when I ran with a crew called the Mates. We were actually a gymnastics crew. I didn't love the outfit, a little tight wearing that leotard. But Lauren loved how I did the handlebar. Very into it. <laughs> Are we done? Are we finished? Can I go. I do love that softball is an event, though. Isn't that amazing? Like, how did softball make it to the Olympics? Well, something that you could actually compete in. Something you play, not on a very high level. Yeah, I could be an Olympian. I mean, that's what it's all about. Well, listen to this clip as I talk about my softball game this week, an adult league softball, Mm. and then we'll get the viewpoint from one Eddie Erickson, who was actually there at the game. I was there, unfortunately. Listen to this. Courtesy of Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. History was made in adult beer league softball this week as, yes, one game, one player. Played not only in right field, not only batted four times, but pitched in middle relief. Middle relief in softball. That's right. Uh, the main pitcher had to leave early to go play on a different team. That happens all the time in the bigs. So they needed someone. Big, big yeah, commitment. Yeah, left our team to go for another team that has a better record. He's playing on two teams. That other team has a better record and a chance to chip, as he said. So he left as he left us in the middle of the game. So he left after four innings to go play on the team, the team that he'd rather be on. Imagine, you know, this could happen. You know, Garrett Cole all of a sudden's like, you know what, Yanks? I don't know. Tonight, I had to go back to the Astros. They're better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like being an Astro. And they got a better record. So I'm just going to go there, and then I'll come on back. So, yeah, our pitcher left. This is the same pitcher between innings kept asking the other team for blow. You know, in every changeover, you guys got blow. You got no, so that happens all the time. <laughs> so who are you going to call? You're going to call the Chad Green of the team, me. So I said I could pitch. I told him, I, and I lied. I said, yeah, I've pitched before. Yeah, yeah, i pitched before. All right, let's give Babs a shot. So I went out there, up 6-1 to one in the sixth inning. You only play seven. We're up 6-1, to one, all right, when I start off the <laughs> inning. You want my stat line? Three outs. I got three outs. Barely. How many runs? Well, we left the inning 6-6 six, six because I walked four straight guys and gave up a grand slam. <laughs> However, I got three outs, so I came off the mound clean. <laughs> oh my god oh, that was amazing. Wow <laughs> What a game I walked four in a row This is unbelievable it's Softball oh, I was screaming at the umpire You know you gotta give me that Since when is the plate a ball You gotta give it to me I was ready to roll it I was. It was insanity Oh that's amazing Oh the team I, was not thrilled I did notice that no, by the way not. When yep. the ball hits the plate the ump goes, plate. How is that not a strike? I don't know. And then it was hitting like the tip of the plate. It was giving some people the calls to the tip. Very Just odd. the tip should be something that we all go with, man. That's and, why I made three babies. And by the way, how lame is it to sit there and take balls? Like, we're going to rattle this guy. We're going to let him walk. That's a great point. Just swing the goddamn bat. I played one season of softball, and I I don't think I went more than one pitch without just trying to swing it. Even if it was low, whatever. Of course. It's like going to the batting cages. Great point. Yeah, what are we doing? Of course. Swing the bat. Pitches. And the pitcher went up there against me, and he's like, Mommy, no, they deserve mono. to lose. And you know what, Matt Klein? Swing the goddamn bat. <laughs> Come on, man. Swing I the bat. believe it. That's when I started to get antsy out in the outfield as I started heckling you. That is true. See, Eddie Erickson at one point, the beginning of the game was actually behind, like, the dugout. He was up in the playground area. Yeah, I was taking Like, perched aerial. up. Almost like he was the press box, or yes. you know, you're taking the aerial view of everything, which you watch the umpire after I got up there check my bat. So the, the umpire, the umpire the hell, threw, man. He threw out four bats in between innings. The bat that I got a hit with, he was like, oh, that's, we can't play with that. Why? <laughs> oh, because I got a hit? Then Eddie disappeared, and so 
did a lot of the seltzers we brought to the game. And then I noticed Eddie all the way up on top of a mountain, all the way up on a hill. Get out of the game! And I could hear him faintly. This guy's terrible. Hey, man, who are you here for? I was pointing at him, screaming. This guy sucks! Then when the game ended, I finally looked at my phone, and I realized that Eddie Erickson was sending me more than one text. I'm going to read you guys now the exact text that Eddie Erickson sent me during this game. Here we go. Are you pitching? I took another edible. I had a drink. It's a beautiful park. An hour game, my ass. You just into a fielder's choice? Humiliating. Oh, right. Bases loaded. You could have put the game away, but you didn't. Two-hour game? That's two times as long as advertised. Your thoughts. Your thought playing! What do you mean your thoughts? That's right. You had the worst at bat with the bases loaded. I could have ended a the game. Fielder's choice. I could have ended the oh. game. And, that, and they got they they threw it out at the plate. They threw it the out, runner at home out at the oh. plate. And so the game continued. Oh, Here's so poor humiliating. Eddie. I'm sunburned. Oh. I could feel it on my back. That's an issue. Why is a bat trick the last one off the field? Shocking. Bugs, gnats, bites. I'm done. Interesting dynamic. Me alone in the car. Maybe I'll come pick you up at the jungle gym. But that sounds dangerous. This game feels excessive. Just saying. It ended a while ago. What are you doing? It's dark. Bugs everywhere. You've officially irritated me. I'm calling an Uber. I'll leave the keys in the trunk. I could have done this at home. In my driveway. Thanks for dragging me to Mamaronek to sit in a car with music. I see a portly short man approaching the car. Go F yourself. Night over. This way was unacceptable. In so many ways. Wow, I don't my remember I don't remember any of that. Great. And then finally, my last night out. Let's enjoy it. And we did. <laughs> and we did. Wow. Seltzer's baby. Woo. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrix. Morning after us. We're going to talk about Rogers. <laughs> so Villains and grades. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrix. Morning after. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, for now. And then there's Christopher Tyler, the producer of Morning After. Get ready. For Oh, yeah. (laughs) And forever for Christopher Tyler. You still are Australian, so we could still play the game. Chris Tyler's Australian word of the week. What is your word of the week? Your Australian word of the week. The the first one that comes to my head is drongo. Anyone want to have a guess at what the word drongo means? Okay, drongo, Australian word of the week. Drongo. Um, Drongo, that's when you get drunk and you're so drunk, you think you see a dragon. You're drunk. Incorrect. <laughs> All right, Eddie? Drunk. The default answer, it sounds like something sexual. Drongo, is that a weird desert-like nope. animal? Ah. Yeah, before we guess, could you use it in a sentence? Babs, you are an absolute drongo. Wow, that can't be good. So. <laughs> Never. No. Okay. Drunk asshole. That's is pretty that damn cool. I'm going to give it to Eddie. I'm going to give it to Eddie. <laughs> That's yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. what it means. Yes. <laughs> Eddie! All right, you win. Eddie, Eddie wins. Some, some would call in Australia um, Aaron Rodgers a drongo. Now, some might not. But Aaron Rodgers, obviously a big part of the news this week, the big press conference that I thought was so refreshing, so honest, that showed true balls, that he named names, that he ripped everybody. Finally, Aaron Rodgers, who for the last three months was pathetic and so passive aggressive and wore shirts and never really commented and let other people talk for him. Just say what you're feeling. And at least he finally came out and said what he had to say. I loved it. 
And I might be an Aaron Rodgers fan again. Let's hear what we have to say about it on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike <laughs> Babchuk weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. He certainly almost said something yesterday. Let's take a listen to him almost talking about a part of the Green Bay Packers. I love this team. I love the, you know, the fans and the opportunity to play on Lambeau Field has been a dream come true. To be in my 17th season is really special. I love the or- <laughs> I love the or- or- uh, uh, fans. <laughs> I love the or- a fans team. Everybody here, you know, they're, they're great people. And I, I love, love the or- or- And I love everybody that comes to the games. And I also love the and fans, I love, I love the fans. You know, you I put do. a question on our show <laughs> sheet today that I, I hadn't thought about it this way, and I think you're a thousand percent right. No. You asked the question, is Aaron Rodgers the new villain of the NFL? Yeah. If he's yeah. not, who is? It's amazing. You go back three, four years, it was Tom Brady all day long, and Aaron Rodgers was beloved. Which I always Never thought was, was ignorant because I think people wanted to hate Brady more than they actually had a reason to hate Brady. Oh, no, 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 no. There's plenty of reasons. And obviously winning, winning, Child winning, out winning of wedlock again is one of the reasons. Cheating right, so Rodgers doesn't have that. He doesn't have the winning over and over again. Right. He doesn't reason. have that. And that's, and that's exactly why he was still, you know, three years ago, was so loved. Tom Brady had the cheating, which people didn't like. And Tom Brady also yeah. was never allowed to be Tom Brady. Not we true. never knew about this Tom Brady. Correct. And I mean the social that media version. I mean all the A little boy I mean, waiting to get out. Having lately. So now Tom Brady's become likable. Well, Aaron Rodgers is now the villain mm-hmm. of the NFL. Especially because he doesn't usually tell you how he feels, which is annoying. Well, he Just... certainly did yesterday. Now, yesterday, I was thought it was so refreshing for him to come out and finally tell the truth. Tell the truth. I hated the fact. I thought he was going to show up for this press conference and go, what are you guys talking about? I never said I was going to No comment. Here. And here I am. So I don't know what you guys <laughs> he know. didn't say he wasn't. Wally, be Wally I'll be wears fair to a him. shirt, right? And yeah. he's wearing a shirt that says "I'm with stupid" with an arrow pointed to Mark Murphy. So, like, you know, <laughs> that's what I thought he would do. But without a doubt, he's the number one bad guy now in the NFL. But the Packers won this staring contest. Let's be honest. He, well, they didn't yeah. blink. He, he blinked. Yeah. It was very difficult for them. So to you come back him. with your man bun and your flip flops and try to pretend like none of this bothered you. You lost. Flip-flops are weird. Like, what do I wear? I wear You're sandals, lost. right? <laughs> Flip-flops have the thing that goes in between your toes. Yeah. Does anybody wear? Like, isn't that annoying? Well, sandals is what you could wear. Are you kidding me? I strictly wear, we call them, oh, babes, you're going to love this. You know what we call thongs. flip-flops. Thongs. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I strictly wear thongs. As soon as it hits summertime, I'm in shorts and thongs the entire time. <laughs> All I can do is picture that. you wearing a thong now. I know. Wearing a lady's thong. You like right? that? You like that? Every time yeah. you see a thong. <laughs> now, why did, why, now, do they call it the thong because that little like dental floss between your toes is reminiscent yeah. of the dental floss between the ass crack? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know which one came in first. In Australia, what do they call a thong? Like, what I think of as a thong, what are they? A G-string. Oh, that's a G-string. All right, so you got the G-string over there. Okay, that's it. So you, yeah. you don't mind the little thing between your toes. That really irritates me. I, I can't do it. I'm going to go to my wife today, and I'm going to say, Christopher Tyler told me that you should be wearing a thong. It's the summer. We wear a thong. Yep, that's just what you do. My doing. wife is done with thongs. She so that's hates it. them. Oh, oh it's, it's over. But Christopher Tyler's wife loves thongs. Loves thongs. <laughs> no, my wife told me that once you hit 30, you're done wearing thongs. Was that her rule? I hope it's not the rule for the rest of society. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a maturity issue. <laughs> with her not a comfort issue well she <laughs> says that it's not comfortable my wife now is wearing the underwear from road trip did you skin a leopard or what was that one the, yeah. was it a leopard <laughs> that's what she's rocking now. she wears it's the really... big the big bloomers oh my god it's a parachute <laughs> i could go skydiving and i could wow. just take one of my wife's underwears and oh, i will land man. on the floor but oh. thongs according to chris tyler he wears them all the time and you should too Incredibly comfortable. Pat, Incredibly. I wonder if Pat McAfee wears a thong on the Pat McAfee show weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Pat McAfee and the boys, they're thong guys.
That's what they are. <laughs> and they talked about Aaron Rodgers. Because that's what they do. Uh, Aaron did say, like, hey, Green Bay, we all understand this is not a vacation spot. Okay. Right. <laughs> People are coming here to play with me and with this team. All yeah. right. So let's just make sure we understand it. That's very real, by the way. Yeah. L.A., Tampa. Now, Kansas City. I mean, the city is Ribs. obviously a delightful oh, one. Yeah, Kansas City's fun. Barbecue. Oh. So good. There's two of them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Really? Barbecue. Yeah, two Kansas City. Barbecue. Wow. Wait, what? There's two yeah. Kansas Cities? The one that the yeah. Chiefs play in, by the way, what state? Missouri. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm so proud of you. But anyways, yes. Green Bay is going to be a place that it, people are going to play with Aaron Rodgers. Like that is, hey, you got a guy. I'd like to go play up there. I'm pumped about everything, man. It feels like he feels, you know, very strongly about himself. And then Devontae coming in doing the same thing. Ooh. That bunker mentality could be a real thing. Hey, you two motherfuckers don't even look. Oh! Up, all right? Oh! I mean, don't even show up the games, by the way. Watch oh! the moment. Zoom, dude. Don't even come in here. Like, oh, if you got to do that. Oh, the language. Language. They had no, they had no choice. Where else were they going to perform their craft this year? I said it the morning after draft night when this all came out. There's no way. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. He was just trying to make it about himself. He took over draft night. As you just said, Eddie, and I've been saying it for three, four months, as of you, where else is he going to play? Nowhere. Aaron Rodgers did come out and say, look, Green Bay's not a vacation destination. Well, that's what we talked about on Morning Man. We decided to figure out what is the worst sports city to vacation in. I went with Detroit. And a vacation is three nights, four days. It's not like what Dog's doing this week. He's taking road trips to ballparks. That's not a vacation. That's the worst vacation ever. You do this for a living. It would be like, you know, it would be like an accountant going on vacation and going to various tax seminars. This is is a good one. (laughs) That's really nice. uh, a sports talk show host going to various ballparks <laughs> to watch baseball live as their yeah. summer vacation. I almost can't think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, a garbage man. You know what he does on his vacation? He drives just around go, the neighborhood yeah, and he picks up other people's garbage. Up. He doesn't actually take the garbage, but he still opens up the lid and looks in. Oh, this is interesting. Oh and then closes God. it. Oh, double bag. Oh. <laughs> he double bags. Oh, that's interesting. A plumber. You know what he does on his vacation? Fixes other people's toilets. He goes to a porta potty factory. <laughs> you watch them build that. Oh, that's very interesting. What is that? <laughs> awful. No, get out of What is he doing? I, go I do something he's... different. Go, oh. go to a beach. Yeah. Just relax on a beach, you millionaire. How about you sit and use that goddamn pool that sits in your backyard that I've never seen a person in. Can you do that, please? <laughs> that pulls for show only. Oh, my God. Like, I'm sure they have a room that they never go in. Take right? a That's- dip. <laughs> they have a pool that they just never go in. Now it's just for show. So dogs watching games like it's not even his team. No. He's watching the Orioles and the well, Nationals. He's, he's oh. a man without a team now. He's a man well, without yeah, a team. Yeah. Well, you know, once his Giants won, he lost all That's the it. passion. What's the rating on Masson? What are the Orioles getting? This is what That's he's worried about. That's all he cares about. Right? So there's dogs. So he's doing a road trip. <laughs> All right, vacation, though. What's the worst sports city? Is it Detroit, or do you have something that's worse? New York. <laughs> I hate New York. Out of here. I hate New York. <laughs> if you mean Buffalo, that would be awful. I wouldn't want a vacation No, I see, I'd rather be in Buffalo. They got good lakes swimming Nuts. up there. Same with Michigan, the lakes. Okay, the how lake, about in December? In well, you can't swim in a lake in December. That's okay. stupid. <laughs> so wait a minute. So I got to take my the worst place I can go in December? Well, you would think it would be Green Bay, but I happened to take my last vacation to Green Bay at Christmas oh time. God. It was amazing. <laughs> Three of the best days I've ever had See? in my life. Wow, Amazing. look at this. So take that, Aaron Rodgers. Eddie Erickson vacations. Love, love Green in Bay. In Green Bay. Now, I just found out today that Chris Tyler is actually living in North Carolina, which I had no idea. So if you do come to see me, you got to stay for a little while. Would you spend a vacation at the Babchecks? That's three nights, four days. All expenses paid. Oh, uh... 
I think your lack of an answer there in silence speaks volumes. <laughs> uh, let's go to JT the Brick, Brick and Night, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And JT was JT the Brick on Explosion. After listening to that Aaron Rodgers press conference, I think he had to change his shorts. Listen to this. We always say no sitting president has ever done blank, blank, blank. No sitting quarterback has ever said that at a podium while he was about to start training camp. Never. Not even close. That was great. That is just gangster. I loved it. He's a guy who holds a grudge, doesn't he? And you wonder, you know, he's been in a couple of relationships with women he's broken up with before he's walked down the aisle. I think you can understand why when you hear that. It's the best press conference I've ever heard by an NFL player. Ever. That took ever. balls. If you're a reporter, yeah. if you're in my business and sports radio, you got to love that. How many times do you think that Roger sat with his fiance and rehearsed this? Yeah, I rehearse a lot of things. I don't I don't work off of notes. I don't write notes. I don't have producers no writing things. It's not a note guy. So I'm not a note guy. I'm going to talk to a boss or someone. I think no, no, weapons, no notes. And what he did today was for all of us. <laughs> What he did today was for for every single person who can hear my voice. He told you that if you handle your own business and you handle it correctly and you're (laughs) the best and you do the best job ever, you're the best. You are important enough to tell your bosses on the record the mistakes that they made while you're still employed. Many people, the majority of us, can't do that. If we speak out of line about our bosses, the boss comes in over the top, they suspend you, they fire you, they cut you, you're gone. Aaron Rodgers said no more. He did that for us? Aaron Rodgers. I love JT the Brick. He's the best backyard brick. He is right. Uh, no he notes. Right. No notes. And he always no tra- he always finds a way to, like, if you do what we do in the sports broadcasting. <laughs> it's well, always about sports broadcasting. That's what we everything, are. Everything comes back to that. But Rodgers did that yesterday for me? Well, not really for you because <laughs> when you're in the power chair, when you're one of only 30 people that can do a job in the world— <laughs> You can make those demands and basically say, kiss my ass. What Rogers did is relatable because, like, everybody wants to go up there and just destroy oh, all your do. boss, right? Everybody wants to destroy the boss. Oh, Not everybody. Boy, do I ever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was to say, Not everyone. I've been fired so many times. I would oh. love to go and have a press conference and talk about this D-bag Matt from the Colonial Car Wash who fired me on the spot because he stepped in gum. Now, it happened to be my gum, and he saw me spit it out on the floor and was yelling at me and everything and made me take it off his shoe. But I'd love to destroy him. I can't do that. Eddie Erickson, you actually have a press conference once a week. Uh, Saturdays live, 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Nobody time. Nobody hears it. <laughs> Where you I destroy air, the airing of the grievances. <laughs> yeah, this, all this is is Eddie Erickson's Festivus. That's what this show is. So you actually have your press conference every single I, week. But uh, there's Rodgers there. Who, yeah, now he's the bad guy. Tom Brady's become the good guy. Tom Brady's got a town hall. He's oh, got all, Tom Brady. Geez. Oh, he's, he's every golden boy. Tom Brady told a story when he was doing the Sirius XM town hall with Jim Gray, which was awesome. You can listen to it anywhere on the SXM app. And he was talking about how he got a C in one of his classes. And we discussed that on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. Am I still supposed to believe, to use your terminology, that Tom Brady thought a C was a good grade? <laughs> well, C is a good grade. C's not a good grade, Mike. If I ever got a B, and I, and I plenty of times my father would ever say, like Mike Babchick's A plus. This is what he tells from my, my son's A plus is a B minus. So if my A plus is a B minus, then a C's a pretty good. That's a good grade. That's that was one of my dad's go to lines in that's Temple. A good that's line, you always though. hear. You see this one? Huh? You want to hear this? I'm, Here we go again. Uh, my son's A plus to B minus. Oh. <laughs> 
That's okay. a good line. <laughs> B's are good grades. Well, absolutely, I, I agree with that. C's plus, are not good. There was plenty of times where I got a C plus and I would brag about it. I was like, <laughs> like I remember taking a C plus from like history and putting it on the fridge right next to my brother's A plus. <laughs> And I was like, hey, look, everybody, I want to get some space on the fridge. (laughs) I want to get some space on the fridge, too, Mom and Dad. Move over, Paul. I got a C+. (laughs) I mean, the C gets you a degree. C is not ideal. Yeah, but once you get to college, a C is great because a C does get you where you need to go. Well, does it? Yeah. It got me here. I I took a (laughs) class called um, Space Exploration or something. I got a Z. A Z. I don't know what that means, but it's on my transit as a Z. I guess I didn't withdraw, but I never showed up to the class. Z. I graduated with 2.13. Two and under, you flunk. So I did just enough. And to me, it's more impressive that I did just enough to graduate college than someone who got all A's and graduated with high honors. What I did is actually harder to do. Think about it. Oh! Wow! I am a drunkza. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm a drunkza <laughs> guy. <laughs> That's what I am. A lot more to get to right here. Mike Patrick's morning after is we're going to talk about twisty amusement parks mm. and dipping sauces. Oh, That's all coming up next right here on Mike <laughs> Babchick's morning after. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's morning after. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, yes, so welcome back to Mike Patrick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was with America's favorite Morning After Regret. And my friends are with me along the way, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleash, for now. And then there's Christopher Tyler, the producer of Morning After. USA, USA. Oh, you're still into it. He's still into it, folks. And this week, morning, man, we took some time off this week, a couple days vacation, and we'll get to where I headed with the Babchick family. But filling in on morning, man, with Evan and Babs was Chris Plank and Rick Kamla, and they had a fascinating phone call. Listen to this. I wonder who it is. Hmm. Yukon Al checking in. Good to hear you, man. Morning, man. Give you a little bad trick update. He's day tripping with the family. He says he's going to come back as fresh as a horse. He thanks you guys for filling in. On the Olympics, Babs was happy that we brought home the gold in the breaststroke. It's his favorite swimming event. Any any breaststroke, it doesn't matter the distance. Thanks. Simone Biles, in all seriousness, that is terrible. Hope she gets through what she's going through. But Babs is an expert. It's too bad he couldn't call in or be on air live today. He knows a lot about the twisties. I mean, it's serious. It can be an emergency condition. Babs has had it. It's when you get limited blood flow where the testicle rotates and twists, and it causes severe pain and swelling. Is that it? He he knows all about the twisties. If anybody wants to find out about it, please DM him. (laughs) Thanks, UConn Al. We'll check in with Babs on the twisties. That was hilarious. You can't help you, the man. How fresh is a horse? That's it's a pretty question. fresh. If Bab says it's fresh, it's <laughs> fresh. I, I don't have uh, firsthand knowledge of this. I have secondhand knowledge of this. But I have heard uh, that the Twisties is uh, is a website. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. and, and the kind of website that, uh, that yeah. Babs uh, really loves uh, in his free time. So, yeah. so there's that. Too. True. Did I, I just feel as fresh as a horse. <laughs> did I just open? <laughs> did I just open the door to a website that's going to end up getting us all in trouble? I apologize. <laughs> yeah, oh, if you are fun. on a PC in corporate America, do oh. not. I repeat, do not. <laughs> it's a true condition. <laughs> it's a true condition. Okay, I'm not just making this up. Morning after, by the way, just a real quick sidebar. Ooh. I don't know if I've laughed as hard as I have laughed 
hearing the story about the one-hour media pass they had at the All-Star game. Rick, everyone do themselves a favor. It's available on the SXM app. Simply search morning after. It is fantastic. <laughs> Chris Blank is a Baptist morning after super fan. That's what I'm talking about right there. As he loved Eddie Erickson's story about a one-hour pass media credential at the All-Star game, which... Was fascinating. It self destructed <laughs> after an hour. They, threw me, <laughs> they escorted me right off the field. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was great. And the twisties are tough. You know, I, I did. I, I got kicked in the nuts by a girl named Jessica after I stepped in her glue in the fifth grade. And I was peeing blood for a week. As did my son went to the hospital after my daughter, Samantha, kicked her in the nuts. That's a true story as well. And kicked while he her? was lying, she's going. Good one. Well, maybe after the incident. Uh, but no, the balls uh, remained. It kicked him in the balls. My son in a hospital was lying back as they were about to go in there and check him out. And he put his hands in that position, you know, over his head. Sure. He was in the, yeah, he was in the uh, BJ Suroff position. It was wild. Mm-hmm. It was a wild thing to watch. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> must have been fun. <laughs> but the twisties are real. I'm sure you missed the doggy this week. I know that he oh, did go away for a few Goodness gracious, shows. did I miss him. But he was on one day this week, and he got a phone call about Hershey Park, the big amusement park, which I love. Let's find out if Doggy loves it. Right here, courtesy of Mad Dog Unleashed. Yeah, I haven't done the Hershey Park deal. Everybody swears by it, oh. and I have not done that. That's where Wilt scored the 100 points then, of course, against the 62. What? Again, uh, another against sports the, point. Against the Knicks in 62. Oh I have God. not been to Hershey Park, uh, and Tony Russo never did get me to an amusement park. My parents never even took me to Walt to Disney World. They hated it. My mother couldn't stand that. And she thinks it's mindless entertainment. She'd rather take an eight-year-old to what? go see Bach's birthplace Bach. than go to a Disney World to go on a ride, which in a, in, to a certain degree I admire. To a certain degree. Well, now we know I'm Mad Dog's all messed up. I mean, that's unbelievable. Can the kid have a little bit of fun? No, he had to learn things. Learn something. Look it up. No wonder he's obsessed with sports and numbers and facts and history. The kid never had any fun. No Disney World for the doggy. Nope. An encyclopedia was my friend. What's amazing is, like, when you say Hershey, what do you think of? Candy. Of course. What does Chris think of? Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Will I mean, Chamberlain. It's, it's oh, my God. It's really oh my God. Word association. Hershey. Wilt. I, who does that? <laughs> who does Fun. that? Fun. Reading. You know, they got some of the greatest roller coasters in the world at Hershey Park. But Dog thinks of Wilt. <laughs> That's amazing. Unbelievable. You know, uh, I say combos. You're either going to go with uh, that great little pretzel snack with the cheese or, you know, maybe, you know, McDonald's combo number four, Chinese food combo three. Combos. Any combo. And say the dog, Moses Malone. <laughs> say his great points and rebounds. Combos. <laughs> Doggy, I'm going to go to McDonald's for lunch today. He just immediately shouts out Air Jordan. What? <laughs> you know, the commercial they did back in the 80s. Okay. Trojan. Most people would say condom. You say dog. Trojan. Uh, Reggie Bush needs his Heisman back. <laughs> Baltimore. Babe Ruth Museum. Okay, Chris. Uh, have a good time. All right. Q-tip. Well, yeah, you used that for your ear. All right. Mad Dog. Q-tip. Dan Quinsbury, the pitcher. <laughs> Speedo. Oh, it's a bathing suit. Hey, dog. Speedo. Mark Spitz in the Olympics. What a performance. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. Well, there's the doggy. So he doesn't go to amusement parks. He's and not he, an amusement park. First of all, Hershey Park is awesome. That was one of my favorites. I, I just did Legoland with the family. That's where I went for a couple oh, days. Oh, God. Yeah, my wife got a deal. I got paid for one ticket, got three free. Of course. She was praying for rain because their policy is two straight hours of rain to get a free ticket. Don't you want to just go and have a great day? 
Beautiful no. weather? She's like, no. So I'm like, you'd rather eight hours of rain, horrible for us, but we get a free trip back that we never about the go return to. That you'll never use. Don't you want to think about the present? No, it's all about, Future. well, no, now we have a free one. And we did some things that were great. Like we went to, um, there was a food place there and you had the food where you grab, you put it on a tray and then you walk up to the cash register and you pay for your food. Well, maybe my wife, don't. yeah, my wife just kept walking, <laughs> just walked right by the cash register, walked $50 with the food. We sat there, we ate. My son grabbed a cup where, of course, you have to pay for no, he just grabbed it. Then we used that cup for every soda, every icy refill without paying any money. <laughs> all we did was steal from this park. We stole and we scammed. In fact, Legoland and all the rest of the amusement parks around the world, including Hershey, Web Chamberlain, calm down, dog. They should all hire the Babchicks. And then we'll tell you what we would steal in a 24 hour period. And you could shore up your park. Hire the Babchicks, all right? We'll tell you what we would do. And then you do. The opposite. So the, the honor system is just not in the Babchek vernacular. No, no, we never understood that. Like, yeah, people, I guess, just go up and pay. Why? Just keep walking. Act like you belong. <laughs> Act like you've already paid and that they gave you all the food. And that's the way to do it. Now, Chicken Fingers was one of the things that my wife loves and she had. And it was National Chicken Wing Day um, this past week. And we talked about chicken wings. And of course, Greek Freak, after he wins the NBA championship, stopped at Chick-fil-A to order 50 oh, chicken McNuggets. Oh. Unbelievable how good they are. Well, but they don't know. come in an order of 50, which I found was interesting. Amazing. That was exactly my first takeaway, too. Uh, I said, too. did he order it? Because I thought Chick-fil-A was 4, 8, and 12 that you can do. How do you get to 50? I mean, when you go to McDonald's, if you want to get 40, you get two 20-packs. But you have to order 20s. it that way. I guess in, in Milwaukee, though, when you're when you when you're Giannis, I guess, and you recognize him, I guess yeah, the they're pretty much after, give you whatever you want. The morning after winning a championship <laughs> for Milwaukee, you think they gave him special treatment than us when we go, hey, give me 50 nuggets. How Sir, great if they were we to, don't sell great. 50. We can't mix Sprite and lemonade. Sir, we You'll don't do that. You have to buy two separate ones and mix it yourself. We'll sell them in <laughs> 8 and 12. Please do the math, sir. But I didn't win a championship. <laughs> So we talked about nuggets and fingers and wings and dipping sauces on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk. Well, where do you think the best chicken nuggets are? Wendy's I love. The Wendy's spicy chicken nugget, to me, is the best oh, chicken God, nugget. Oh, God, again with the spicy. Yeah, but I think he's right. Chicken nuggets Jesus are Christ, with spicy. Really good. Now, at Chris Farrell, tweets, if we're going to rank nuggets, we also need to rank dipping sauces, too. Babs, over to just stop with the spicy? I think Chick-fil-A has the best dipping sauce. That's the honey, mustard, and barbecue mixed together. That yeah, is that one's unreal. Really good. I don't love the McDonald's chicken nuggets, but they might have the best sauces. The McDonald's sweet and sour sauce, you want to go old school, is unreal. I used to put that on the Big Mac. Taco Bell fire like sauce, I love if we're going to throw in Taco Bell, is crazy. White Castle has a zesty sauce that they serve at those chicken rings that are wild. Burger King's got a great ranch sauce. In-N-Out Burger, when I was in L.A., had maybe the best sauce I've ever tasted. What is that, the monster never sauce? Seen you, I've never seen uh, you just this prepared dome piece-wise. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? That's like saying, like, for me, like, which Heat Championship team was the best? And I'm breaking down every roster off the top of my head, right? Um, Holy yeah. crap. This is my special. I'll give you another one. <laughs> oh, you <Arby>. another one? <laughs> You've given no, me everyone thinking, possible. Arby's. Oh, you are, what a display you're putting on uh, here. Thank you so much. Arby's has an amazing sauce. It's just called Arby sauce. Not to mention their horseradish sauce that they call horsey. Whoa. Horsey sauce. I could do this all day. <laughs> This is my gift. Like you always say, I should be 300 pounds. I don't know why, why I'm not. I don't know. I just, it never worked for me. You move around a lot. It is fascinating. <laughs> I'm always walking. I'm pacing. I got a lot of, You're you always know, pacing. Uh, You're pacing, Frenetic guy. energy. By um, the way, 30 yeah. count 
Chick-fil-A nuggets. That's your top one. So what did they have to do? He ordered a 30, a 12, <laughs> and an 8 to get to 50. I'm fascinated yeah, by this. Yeah. Or did they just give him two 30s and say take 10? But the whole point was he wanted 50 because he scored 50. Did he give? No, no, I'm sorry. Can you take 10 back? He 50. made sure to say not 49, not 51. I want exactly. 50. Want that. Exactly. I want 50. Exactly. Then how do they ring it up, though? We, we give him a 30, a 12, and an 8. There's 50. Pour it in one box. Call it a day. Call you know, they don't what? give. Unfortunately, Pour it in one box. Eddie, they don't have that box. You know, the problem is they don't empower the people who are serving the food to make a lot of decisions. You, you, you ask. <laughs> As for something like this, it could throw the whole thing in, into a tizzy. Now yeah, you got to get, now you got to get a supervisor. Now you got to ask the manager. It's a whole thing. And the box is an issue because you don't have so a big enough questions. box so to throw questions. it in there. What is the best dipping sauce out of all uh, fast food? I'm with you. I like, well, I like the barbecue from McDonald's. I'm a barbecue guy. Yeah, it's barbecue. I order a fish fillet and I put barbecue <laughs> sauce on at McDonald's. I used to do that That's all the time. That's what you do. All right, now time for the mess of the week. Well, Mad Dog Chris Russo, we've heard enough of his messes. Here's Steve Torrey talking about porn stars. They carried a huge load. Here's Torrey going to the phones. Let's uh, take a f- couple of phone calls here. Um, take a who, what, where, where did fu- you? What? <laughs> did he? Wow. Torrey wanted to drop the F-bomb on the callers. That's amazing. Summer Games Daily. He's really enjoying it. Wow, he's about to snap. (laughs) Wow. He's about to snap. Wow. Steve Torrey, how do we do today? Uh, Don't curse, Steve. No F-bombs. How do we do today? No F-bombs. I'm not even sure I know. So that's, uh, we, we made it. What? Uh, yeah, woohoo. This is Steve Torrey <laughs> coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, so it's another episode of Baptrix Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson and Christopher Tyler. And of course, the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice Val mm. wasn't pleased that Eddie wants to change the name. He said, this is where we do our listening and okay. this is where we do our work. Fine. So he tells me that Central PA Foul got his first flush. And had to plunge twice. Wipe (laughs) twice, flush once. There you go. (laughs) There you go, Eddie! Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchicks Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. Anywhere. Anywhere. Until next time, (laughs) it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchicks Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.